and that lets you save the who cares? True form life. Green look on. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, I just want to thank you for being here for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I always appreciate you tuning in and checking out what's going on each week. Or actually, if you're on iTunes or we're on Stitcher and Blurberry, <laughs> a couple other places, you're going to see that we I just started doing two more podcasts a week along with this weekly radio show so you can visit exploringmindandbody.com for all past shows so today i'm not actually feeling fantastic (laughs) but i wanted to get behind the mic and i want to tell you why i'm not exactly feeling great but before we jump into that i want to shout out to my man noel who i'm training for the death race so I, i keep trying to talk him into coming on the show but he is fighting me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think that I'll get him on the show and to talk about his training and what it takes to be a madman. The death race is actually 125 kilometers or maybe 100 miles, depending on where you are. But anyways, it's this long, crazy race that Noel's training for. And Noel recently told me that he's been listening to the show more often. So after I had Sean Stevenson on the show, who talked about sleep, he started turning his TV off in the evening. And then he turned off or they were playing board games and or decided to do something else and then have a screen in front of your face before sleeping. And so Noel told me that he started listening to the show and he's been enjoying it. So I just want to say, what's up, Noel? <laughs> Keep working hard. Noel actually just started a running group here in Olds. If you're locally, it's called the Olds Stride Club. And they meet, I think, once a week. So if you're interested in more details, you can find their Facebook page. It's called the Old Stride Club. All right, so before we jump into the show, just a quick word from our sponsor, MAK Mystic Expressions. This is a Himalayan salt company. They have salt lamps. I have two or three in every room. (laughs) I actually feel like they're very beneficial to my better quality sleep. And they just put the whole atmosphere in the room at ease. So you can check out their salt lamps. They have salt shakers, salt grinders. This is pink Himalayan salt. Salt actually has minerals and nutrients that our body needs as opposed to white refined salt that actually takes minerals from our bones and from our bodies and puts us in a less of a strong and healthy state. So if you're looking for more details on pink Himalayan salt, check out makmystic.com. So I wanted to do this show right now. Like I woke up not feeling great, but I wanted to share with everyone that I don't always feel great. I think at times behind behind the mic, I, I get excited and I'm inspired and I'm usually feeling fantastic. So, but I just wanted to share with you that everyone doesn't always feel great all the time. And this past weekend, I'm going to talk a little bit about on the show was such a, there was such an emotional stress that wears you down that we were dealing with. It, you know, it affects your thoughts and your mind wrote on my Facebook page that's going to be at facebook.com slash trueformlife and it just I'm going to talk about my experience in the hospital and dealing with family a little bit and how to get through adversary I guess so here's what I put together this past weekend we had a family emergency that brought us to the hospital for an extended period of time having a close family member battle serious health issues is scarier than I'd like to consider. It reminded me of my grandmother passing, who was one of the most influential people in my upbringing. I'd give the world for one more bowl of her soup, a hug, a laugh, even a smile. We take so many things for granted in this world. We push material possessions to the top of our lives and label them as priorities. We hold grudges, actually avoid family, and forget how precious life really is. So I sat in the hospital room hoping for one more story, one more smart remark, a smile, even a breath, which came and will thankfully continue to. 
I understand many aren't that fortunate to have extra time, maybe even bonus time with loved ones. As many times as one continues to fight, more pass on. And still, we take the little things for granted. We put material possessions to the top of our list and are confused as to what priorities really are in this life that's far too short. Crazy how in an instant, time can stop. Priorities we hold on to so tightly become so insignificant. How absolutely nothing else in life matters. I hope you all enjoyed this time with loved ones over the past weekend, which would have been Easter weekend. I hope some of you understand how much those closest to us mean. Because at some point in our lives, the only thing that will matter is one more story, one more bowl of soup, one more smile, or even one more breath. So I don't mean that for that to bring you down. <laughs> we actually have good news at the end of this story. And my family's doing well. And I just want to share my experience with you and being in the hospital and taking control of your health and exercising and eating right. And it's all going to wrap up and it's all going to meet and connect together in this show. So I hope you enjoy. Sit back because we got all that coming up. Huh? This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so I talked about in the intro, uh, you know, we went, our family went through something. So we actually spent the weekend in the hospital. We had a family emergency and, you know, things are working out for the better. But it, I learned so much from spending time in the hospital. And that's what we're talking about today. And, you know, I, I guess I never really realized how incredible my family is. And we had family flying in, driving across the country. We had family staying the night. There were actually more people than we can handle in the room. So, you know, we had to take shifts. And, you know, it was, it was just cool. It was so cool. And it was so, you know, incredible to see our family come together in support. I don't know if we really have too many grudges we hold. I think we've been a, a, a close family in general, but that's why I talked about priorities and it was just, you know, it was amazing how everything stopped. Nothing mattered. And I believe that for all of us, there'll come a time where nothing really is going to matter except for whatever's happening at hand, especially when it comes to someone's health. When I was in the hospital, it was hard to watch other people and what they were doing and what they experienced. And one of the things that was said is this little lady, her name was Doris and she was just, she, I think she said she was 69 and she had some, she had health issues and she didn't have anyone there for her. And I felt so bad for her, her husband, I guess, were they're older, I guess. Well, I don't think 70s too old to be traveling, but they're a couple hours away and they were at the, she was at the hospital and she was in pain and she sat there by herself and she couldn't really see very well. So she wasn't able to watch TV. So she just laid there and I, it was, it was just such an eye opening experience and it was a loneliness that I'm not sure I ever felt before. And then there are other people in the hospital that were in the same, in the same room. It was kind of cut into four different segments and other people didn't have anyone either. And then there was our family with, we didn't have any more room to stuff people in there to visit our loved ones. And it was just, I just felt incredibly sad for Doris. So we went and we bought her flowers for Easter. This show is going to air a couple weeks after Easter, but she, <laughs> she, you know, she was there there by herself and we I stopped and said hi to her and we talked to her for a little bit and and you know sometimes you don't have to say anything sometimes you don't have to do anything you just need to be there and be there when someone opens their eyes and be be there for someone to talk to someone to listen to their story and I think that's why I love interviewing it's I love I think everyone should be 
able to spread their story and I have other ideas of how I'm going to interview other people so they can share their story as well. But I just thought it was nice that I can share the story with of Doris and how, you know, a lot of times these situations are difficult for us and we avoid them. I certainly did at a younger age, but you, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say, but many times just being there makes it makes a world of the difference. And so I, we bought Doris some flowers and <laughs> Doris, she was so happy. She started crying actually. And and um, we got these little, I think they're called daffodils, these little yellow flowers. And she got her plastic cup and she put a little hole in the top and filled it with water and then <laughs> stuffed the, the flowers in the top. And every time we walked by, she would point at her flowers. <laughs> she would, Then, of course, they would bloom. And we were there for, uh, you know, just under a week, I think. And she would point at her flowers and they would get a little bit brighter and they would brighten the room just a little bit more. And she had a little smile on her face. And I think those small gestures, if we could all make small gestures like that, that we would make this world a better place. Another person that was in the room had diabetes and he was actually losing his limbs. And I thought, you know, I don't know how difficult that would be, but I think as an active person, that'd be very difficult to take. And I, I have to go back to the choices we make and our decisions create our own destiny. So some people that may not have loving family in the hospital, I mean, of course that doesn't, that doesn't have to do with, doesn't have everything to do with the decisions you've made. But I really believe that the decisions we make in our life form our destiny. So whatever happened in previous life, I mean, are we living a healthy lifestyle? Are we exercising? I'm going to get into that stuff. But it was difficult to see, you know, people in pain and being alone. And I have to believe that if you look back early on, earlier in life, that we can make decisions to improve our life for the future. That's just something I wanted to share with you today. So just think of the alternative for a second. If you don't believe that your decisions form your destiny, then there's the only choice is that we're powerless and we're the victim and none of our choices matter. And to me, I feel, I really feel like that's the easy way out. Take the responsibility away from yourself. And I don't think that's a way to live in vitality. I don't believe that's the way you can control your health and elevate your health and take control of your own circumstances. And of course, I certainly understand that sometimes circumstances are out of our control, but I have to believe we control our own health. The hardest thing to deal with is child illness, without a doubt, because sometimes we're born with certain diseases. We have things that come up in life that we, we, we don't control, but we can control our mindset for the most part, and we can control what goes on early in life to form our destiny later in life. I really think we have to look at our own health, our own situation, what we're doing to improve our health. Let's say we're sitting wherever we are and we have a, a weak heart or we have weak lungs. Are we exercising? I mean, are we exercising often? Is that something we did early in life? Is that something we're doing now? Or can we do more to, to strengthen? Because that's what we need to do. I mean, that's why I, I sit behind this mic and tell these stories and tell other people's is to improve your health naturally because there are things that we can do every day. There's things that we need to do every day and we're simply not doing them. So we can look at quality foods. Are we putting quality foods in our body that are healing? It's surprising to me how little people eat. Your body is a giant defense mechanism. Your body is always healing. So when I think about food, or do we fight disease with the food that we're putting in our body with every single bite or are we contributing to disease? I really believe that at some level, disease is normal. Now I say disease in a different way than disease, but anytime our body's not at ease, 
we're fighting disease. So we put such a terrible connotation around a disease. Of course, we freak out. We don't give our bodies a t- chance to naturally heal. And we're, we're scared to death. We, we don't know what to do. We, we're so scared. We cram every medication we can find or subscribe down our throats and hope for the best. And I don't believe that we don't need medication. I do believe that we need it. I saw it work. But I also believe there's a whole lot of things that we can do in prevention so we don't need medication or so that we can complement natural ways with less conventional medication. You know, one of the ways when I talk about how to heal your body or or to make changes or to live healthier, one of the best things I heard from a doctor this weekend was the body was not meant to be at rest. The body was meant to move. So some people had some issues around laying, laying laying or just sitting up or not walking or moving. And that's what he said. He said the body needs to move. And I believe that I believe that in every way. I just think it's so unfortunate when you look at the way many of us live. We live a, a sedentary lifestyle and we don't exercise much and we don't walk much. You don't have to lift weights, but you can climb and hike and move your body. And so many of us, we have that ability, but we don't do it. And it was such an eye-opening experience to walk around the hospital and see people that actually were not able to get up and walk. And many of us, most of us, most of you listening to this will have that opportunity too. And we just don't do it. We don't take precautions for our health. We don't strengthen our heart and lungs. We don't use our muscles and fight osteoporosis. And we have that ability. And maybe at some point in our lives, we won't have that ability. So will we look back and wonder or regret not doing it? And when I sit back and I think, I wonder if those people that were going through health issues wondered if they could do anything different for their health. I wonder if they thought that this was destiny, this was meant to be, this was genetics, or if they knew they could have changed their lifestyle early on in life or or now. You know, some some people still have the opportunity, whether you're in the hospital or whether you are bedridden. Sometimes there's still things that we can do. And I that's that was just a thought. And that was just something I, I wondered and I wanted to share with you. I just wonder if they think that their choices have put them there or if they could have made different choices or if they will make new choices once they leave and, and get better and new choices and new thoughts. And I think that it's such an eye-opening experience to be able to experience something like that. There's new hope. There's new chance. There's new life. To be honest with you, I think everyone should have to spend a few nights in a hospital. <laughs> I do. It's just, it's the same way as I feel like everyone should have to run their own business and then see what it's like to compete with those big box stores that push their prices down, don't really care about the consumers. Then you have small owners that care about their products. They care about the people. They have to charge a little more. And then society is, we thrive on on cheap doesn't matter if it's cheap food or cheap products, we thrive on it. And I really feel that if every if every one of us had to run a business at some point in our lives, hopefully early on, then we would make better choices as we get older. And that's no different than what I was thinking about in the hospital. This is the longest I've ever spent in a hospital. And I just thought to myself, what an eye-opening experience it would be for our youth or even for adults. It doesn't matter who it is, but I wonder if our, our choices would be different. I suppose that a lot of times people are in and out of the hospital and don't really change much with their health, which is why I really wonder if we understand that these choices that we're making are our our own, our outcomes, our own destiny, our own thoughts, our own actions. We create our own being. And by saying that, no, no, that's not my choice. You're the victim. And there's no, there's no power. You, you lose your power. You lose your ability to make your own choices. And I think that's kind of scary. I think it's a slippery slope. So I'm not quite sure if that would do a whole lot of good, but I bet it would change at least a few lives and have have our society live healthier as a whole. So we're going to take a short commercial break, but when we come back, I'm going to talk more about what our body was meant to be strong and healthy and energized. Stay right there. We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. 
Exploring mind and body with True Form's True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today I'm talking about taking control of your health. In the previous segments, I'm talking about what it was like to see people seriously ill in the hospital and spending many hours there if they understood that more times than not, they've made the decision to be there. And I know that's difficult to hear, and I'd imagine there's a lot of people that would disagree with that, but I, I really believe that each step, each choice, each decision that we make forms our destiny. But I'm going to move forward here, and I'm going to talk about what our bodies were meant to be. And I really believe to my core that I believe our body was meant to be strong and healthy and energized. That's what our body was made for. It was designed for. We were meant to sleep well. We were meant to slowly fall asleep as the sun went down without a screen in front of our face. So we put a screen in front of our face. Then we wonder why we're not able to sleep. We were meant to slowly get up and feel rested, healed and rejuvenated. But we jump out of bed late for work. There's alarm clock blaring. We turn on music or TV and the lights and we're rushing around and we wonder why we're not in a relaxed state. This may be hard to hear, but I really believe that we don't need an alarm clock to wake up. If we set a proper routine to fall asleep, we'll have a proper routine to wake up and we'll wake up naturally when we feel rested at a certain time. We don't need an alarm clock. We don't need something blaring that if we have a good night's sleep and set regular sleep habits that we can wake up and feel rested and not wake up stressed out because we're late for work and we have to make lunch and we have to pack our gym bag and we have to make lunch for the kids and we don't have any idea of what we're going to do that day instead of making a list of priorities before we go to sleep that night so our mind's not running all night long. We put ourselves in a stressful state as soon as we wake up in the morning and living in a stressful state puts so much dis-ease on our body. It's so difficult for our body to be at ease while we're stressed out. And if we're stressed out first thing in the morning, just think about all the little stresses that are going to be more pronounced throughout the day. So starting out with a restful night's sleep, waking up what I would call properly <laughs> and easily and not stressed out will change our entire day. It'll change our entire life. So this is really what happens. I mean, we put food-like substances in our body. So our body has a very difficult time recognizing, using, absorbing the food that we're putting in our body. What we call food, I call food-like substances. We fill our body with toxins, toxic substances in packaged food, refined sugar, aspartame, either or. It's, it's no difference. Coloring and preservatives. These are toxins that put our body at disease. We don't sleep. We're stressed out. Meanwhile, our body is in overdrive trying to heal. It's trying to fight disease and work again. It's just about everything we're doing to it. And then we wonder why we don't have any energy, why we don't sleep well, or why we're so stressed out that we don't know what to do from day to day. It's it's really hard for me to believe how many people don't eat. Personally, I believe that we don't get enough nutrients in our body. So if we're talking about disease, I'm talking about putting quality nutrients in your body that can heal and help your body fight disease. We don't eat breakfast. We don't eat at, in the evening. Here's one, something that may shock you <laughs> is that I believe that we should eat in the evening. So most, most people, most experts, whatever you want to call them, will say you shouldn't eat after your last meal, which is six o'clock. Let's say six o'clock in the evening, 6.30. So if you're going to bed at 10 o'clock, you have around four hours before you go to sleep. If you're going to sleep seven hours, that's 11 hours 
without any food, any nutrients, anything healing your body from disease. What makes it worse is if we don't get enough nutrients in our body, we crave. That's where I believe craving comes from. If your body has the nutrients it needs, you don't crave. We put sugar in our body, we put processed food, chips, salt, all these things that are lovely to our taste buds but harmful to our body. That's what we put in our body late in the evening while we're snacking or watching TV, while we're bored, while we're looking for something to do. So instead of having a nice light meal, we think that we're not supposed to eat. We're starving. We crave. Then we hit the pantry and grab the chips and pop and popcorn and whatever else is in there, the cookies and crackers that our body has a hard time recognizing. So over the course of the evening, while you're sleeping, your body is trying to process that food. It's trying to figure out what it is. So usually it stores it as body fat because it can't burn it off as energy. Now, I'm not talking about good quality food in the evening. I'm talking about your processed food. But if we put good quality food, if we have a light meal in the evening, maybe an hour before bed, then we'll, our body won't be craving. We'll have more nutrients. Our body will be able to digest that easily and heal our body in the evening. Evening. So when we wake up, we're not starving. We grab a coffee and a pastry and then we don't eat lunch till mid-afternoon. And we just don't give our body a chance to heal. It's all based around giving your body nutrients. All right, we're going to take a short break here for our sponsor, Fitness Matters. And so Fitness Matters is with Jamie D. Marshall and Anita Parker. So Anita Parker designed this move ball and she teamed up with Jamie D. And this move ball is like a medicine ball with handles, but it's not just a product. You have an entire transform kit, which includes a 30-day challenge. You have a skipping rope, a core ball, you have a workout guide, and even a daily log book. I love the workout guide. It's like having a trainer there with you. It's in a booklet. It has pictures. It has explanations. And you can fill out your daily log book so you know what what happened the day before you know what happened the week before what i love about a logbook is you can always go back and see what was working what wasn't working and you can monitor your progress so this complete package is all you need to transform your health and your life and you can carry a few things with you wherever you go so you can work at home and work at the park it's a spring here now so have more of an opportunity to work out outside which I, I love to do i love to spend time outside i don't exactly love being inside of a gym but i had a chance to work with this move ball and and all you need is the move ball and the skipping rope comes with it if you like to skip as well but there's so many different exercises so many different things you can do with it so if you want to check out more details you can go to fitnessmattersblog.com they have videos up there and all kinds of different things going on regarding this transform kit and living a healthier lifestyle I'm talking about taking control of your health. Was able to spend some time in the hospital. You know, I, I, it was an eye-opening experience. And throughout the show, I've just been talking about what I've learned and what I've saw. And, you know, I don't regret it. And I don't wish it didn't happen because I think that we can learn so much from experiences in our lives. And it doesn't matter if it's success or failure or fear or happiness or sadness. We learn so much and it really makes us who we are. I just believe in prevention so much. And, and seeing what I saw and what, what I was around, I just think that we all have the obligation to prevent each and every day, whether through exercise or food we talked about in the last segment, we all have an obligation to take control of our health and be responsible for ourselves. And we're doing this vegan challenge. And for more details, you can check out trueformlife.com slash 10 day vegan detox challenge. But the biggest thing about trying something new, it's not you. The biggest part about trying something new is your friends and family and your coworkers. For the most part, we don't believe that it's going to be difficult for us to do. We think it's going to be difficult for us to handle the other people around us. People like our family, for example, they think that we feel like we're better than them because we want to try something new or because we don't want to try that or eat that or because we want to do something different. So it's very difficult for us to deal with you know, family and friends or, or in our environment or whatever else is going on because of their approval. 
And when it comes to living a healthier lifestyle, there's a huge resistance around that. And I very well understand it. I've been through all of it. That's why so many people, like when I talk about the vegan challenge, people write in and they say, well, I think I can do it, but I don't know if I can handle so-and-so. I don't know if my spouse will support me. I have so little patience for people that make fun of those that live a healthier lifestyle. It's We live in such a backwards world. <laughs> like I wouldn't do it, but if I think about someone eating a, a giant bag of chips to themselves or a huge chocolate bar or fast food. That's not even food that would last on the counter for three weeks. You know, they're stuffing their face with this and they're laughing at someone who's improving their lifestyle. It's so backwards. And then we're afraid to say we're eating healthier or I'm not going to eat that or whatever I'm going to do. We're so afraid of outside circumstances that we don't do it and we don't have that support. And it should be the other way around. Everyone should be eating healthy and be looking at those that choose those low quality foods, highly processed. If we really understood what we're putting in our bodies, we put chemicals in our bodies that don't have names. They have numbers, colors that don't have a color. It's a number. It's absolutely preposterous what the food industry is allowed to do. And we support them by making fun of others for making healthier choices. And it's absolutely absurd to me. So you have people that are actually laughing in the corner, pointing fingers. And it's worse when they get together. That happened to me this weekend that a couple family members thought it was hilarious that I was drinking um, a green smoothie. Well, it was probably this brown green smoothie. And it had tons of nutrients and it didn't look great. But the ones that were kind of making fun of me <laughs> were probably, well, I know they're not very healthy. You know, it's okay. I understand that I can deal with it. And that's family. They just, that's just how they deal with it. But a lot of people would stop doing what they do. They'd stop living. They'd be embarrassed to bring that out in front of their friends or family or coworkers. They would stop doing it or they wouldn't join a challenge or whatever it is. And the thing is, is the ones that are pointing the finger, they're the ones that are the unhealthiest. We have lunchroom bullies that I absolutely have no patience for at all. So if you're sitting in a at the lunchroom, whether you're at work or where, wherever you are, we're usually at work and someone is making fun of you for eating healthier. And I hear stories about this all the time and it, you know, it drives me up the wall because just because one person wants to improve their life, make themselves healthier, they're deterred because someone else isn't strong or, or brave enough to do it themselves or don't, doesn't want to put in the work or effort. So they make fun of other people that are. And it's, it's so difficult for me to hear. And, and I want to let you know and them know if any of them would be listening that a heart attack, a stroke, major diseases start many years before you'll ever see them. They're starting right now with us waking up stressed out. They start right now by not going for a walk, by not doing some sit-ups or push-ups, by not going for a hike. It's by living a sedentary lifestyle, stressing your body out with your environment, with things you're putting in your body, the foods that we're not consuming. We are putting so much stress on our bodies that eventually we will choose to be sitting in the hospital. And what's scary is they've started right now. They've started right now in our loved ones and we don't know it. We won't see it till it happens. The ones that choose not to make better choices, the ones that choose to laugh at others. And I don't have any anger around that, but I do have issues with other people, those that I work with or those that I want to see succeed. They have such a hard time with their environment and it's so difficult to make changes. We need to come together in support. We can make better choices. We can heal our bodies before it's too late. Our bodies can heal and rejuvenate. We grow new cells and and more. That's our body is always fighting disease. I mean, we have the opportunity to help our bodies, but we're so busy fighting against our body. We're so busy putting foreign toxins in our body that our body's really not quite sure what to do. But if we give our body a chance to heal naturally, we can heal. So think about your loved ones for a sec. Think about who will be sitting next to your bed. Think about if you have someone that will never leave, not even after visiting hours are over, not even after not sleeping for days. And don't be the victim of circumstance. Take control of your health. 
Take responsibility. Look at the word. Responsibility. You have the ability to respond right now, today. Every small step you take will improve your health. The only question is, will you? Thanks so much for listening to my story and my experience and sickness and disease and all that. It's a part of life. And there's things that we can do. That was why I sat here and talked about it today. And I hope that you have a loving family and you surround yourself with supportive people. And time will come for all of us when we're sitting next to a bed, holding our loved one's hand. And, uh, and I hope that you all have someone to do that with. And I want to thank our sponsor before I let you go, Rainy Days Medi Spa. These guys are located in Sylvan Lake. They're doing good things around health and avoiding toxins and improving your quality of life. They have a new website and a new ownership. They have spa packages. They have waxing, makeup, massages. They've got the whole list, everything that you need. What I like about them the most is their green factor. Every time you purchase a retail product, a tree is planted in a developing country. I love that. I think we can all do something for environment. These guys are also doing reflexology, Reiki. They have spiritual body care rituals, all kinds of different things going on at rainydaysmedispa.com right here in Sylvan Lake. If you'd like to give them a call, they can be reached at 403. 403- 8870660. I just want to thank Jameson Brown for my edits and a shout out to my man Troy Labukane. I probably butchered that. But anyways, he's on the Rock 104 morning show. That's 96.5 CKFM's sister station. And Troy has me on his show and he lets me do some, ask me some questions about some health tips in the morning. So if you're listening to 96.5 and you want to check out some health tips in the morning with Troy, I'm going to be on with him on Rock 104 morning show. That's all I have for you for this show. Once again, thank you for being here. Thank you for everything you're doing to contribute to the show. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.